ora, I'm Penny, the host of Weave Your Magical World, the podcast designed to help you return to your true magical self and connect deeply to unconditional love. My guests and I will be sharing powerful and practical tools to help you live the meaningful and awesome life you were always meant to have. This is coming to you from Aotearoa, New Zealand. To listen now, go to my website, pennybeal.com. Welcome to the Weave Your Magical World podcast, Debbie. Thank you for being here. Um, I have Debbie Francis here with me today, who is a soul voice teacher, and she's the only one in New Zealand, so that's really exciting. And she uses sound as an art form. She also uses color through a modality called Orosoma and movement through Feldenkrais, which are really amazing, beautiful topics to talk about in themselves, but today we're going to focus on soul voice and the sound and using sound as an art form and a way to heal and to change your life and move through trauma and connect more deeply to yourself and so many things. And I've experienced uh, your beautiful magic, Debbie, through um, doing one of your soul voice courses. I think it's the initial course that you teach. And also through one-to-one, I've done a couple of one-to-one sessions with you and um, we can talk about that later on, but it's just, it's transformative. It's amazing. I know other people who've done your work and have just found connections to themselves. They've not been able to find through other things. And so I just had to bring you on today and share your beautiful magic with, with everybody else. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Um, so I want to start by uh, asking you, first of all, how you came across Soul Voice and were you already doing things with sound before that? What, what did your life kind of look like before you came into this? Yeah, so that's a, a great question. So when I was um, in my probably 30s, when I had my children, I'm a mother of three children, and um, a lot of suppression of um, emotions would come up uh, during the motherhood. And um, so I, unbeknownst to me, I would go down to the beach because we lived near the beach and I would uh, pick up stones and throw them into the sea as hard as I could and just be yelling and screaming <laughs> to really feel that emotion um, being expressed. So. So that was probably one of the first times. And that was um, when my children maybe were five, three, two and five. And, and it wasn't from them. It was just that, uh, you know, the tiredness, the exhaustion and, and also uh, just suppression of the childhood. My childhood would come up through the, the through there, through right. bringing them up. So... So yeah, that was um, really interesting. It was a great release as well, because then I was letting it out on the ocean and out into the universe instead of out on my children or uh, my husband. So yeah, it was a great release. But also Judy Satori was um, a great influence. And in, for me, she's a, a light language. Um, mm. She speaks light language. And so I went to one of her courses and she kept coming uh, in one of the groups and uh, this is in Mana retreat. And she would, she kept coming and going like this on my third eye or first eye. And all of a sudden I just started swaying like this and the sound just came out of me from nowhere. Mm -hmm. And 
the women that were there, there was 44 women, strangers to me, and they came up to me later and said that I'd really touched something deep, sacred inside them, and they were crying. Mm -hmm. And so that was the real beginning of my sound journey. And then, and then I was told um, that this woman called Karina Sheldy of Soul Voice actually develops, helps develop the voice. So, so then I investigated further and I waited two years for her to come back to New Zealand. And that was 2010. Mm. Yeah. So and that's when you began training with her. Yes. And that's when I began the training, 2010. Yeah, mm. with uh, Karina Sheldy and the Soul Voice Method. Wow. And so <clears throat> it seems like something that you were naturally kind of um, open to. And then those synchronicities just kept lining up to say, hey, look, this is this is what yes. you'll be doing. Yes, yes. And I've when I was growing up, I loved to sing, sing a lot. Um, but my childhood didn't really uh, allow for that expression. So I was a very quiet child. And from my very quiet child and the trust had been broken. And so now I, I really am able to express, you know, through the soul voice method. It's incredible. And so when you just said the trust had been broken, do you mean yourself to yourself? No, from parent, from authority figures, the, the, the people that you really trust when you're growing up. Right. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you bring up singing and, um, this is, this is something I know that I repressed in myself from a, from a young age as well. I decided that I didn't have a good voice. And so this is one of the reasons I wanted to do your course. Cause I, cause I know that like, I've had some singing lessons in the past and my voice actually improved a lot. And this surprised me because I just thought, Oh, I'm not a good singer. But I think, um, this is one of the, um, lies we tell ourselves is like, I'm not, I can't do that. I'm, I'm bad in that way. Like, do you, have you experienced lots of people who can really connect to their voice? I mean, we, we don't want to judge it and say good or bad by what it sounds like, of course, either. But do you find that people are able to kind of really bring their true voice out when they're, when they start doing this work with you? Oh, absolutely. But, and, and in that saying with a soul voice, it's not so much about singing or sounding because they're both the same, but at least with the soul voice method, the voice is able to come out in whatever way, in whatever expression and whatever tone and whatever uh, noise or, so it's really authentic. So we call it the authentic voice because it's not coming from our head where this is what we're doing now. We are thinking of what we're saying and then um, it's coming out how we really want to be um, presented. But the soul voice method is all about allowing any any sounds, any emotions, any attachments, any life urges or death urges. So anything can come come from uh, from when we breathe into the body. So it's the deeper body wisdom through mm -hmm. the sound that comes comes out so it's, I, um, a, it's the depth it's the depth of who we are mm, I love that um and so I think this is my like um judgy head <laughs> where it's kind of like I like to hear nice sounds quote unquote nice sounds um 
you know, like if you're listening to someone or something and I certainly love the sounds that you make on the course. And when you do sound healing with me, I think that you, the sounds you make are amazing. Of course, I'm not sitting there through, um, I mean, I know you've made dissonant sounds as well. And I think they're amazing in their own way as well. Like, but if you're going to listen to somebody for a period of time at a concert or something, like you've got a beautiful voice. And so I'm just interested to know, did that come through? Because in, in all of us, we also have that range that sounds beautiful. Or is it is that me being judgy and I should we shouldn't have to worry about the sound at all? Well, through that exploration of your own sounds, comes the beauty okay. so when you are refining it's like an instrument just like a musical instrument when you refine it practice refine it practice and practice then you can play the musical instrument in however you wish and that's just like the voice so when we know uh, what sounds we can make then we can be on tone or we can be dissonant so it depends what sound is needed at the time for the body or for someone else okay and so you do find that that range of tone and the ability to to be really really dissonant and really really so-called beautiful it, it comes the range expands to be able to do yes. All that. yes it's about being expansive but still being grounded so that's very important so as much as we go out into the universe with our sounds it's it's important to be embodied so that we're fully grounded in our, our physical body as well so that because that's why we're here we're in a physical body and to be able to expand our voice in that way it moves mountains very empowering very powerful and it also unblocks different parts of ourselves that maybe have been laying dormant for many years maybe lifetimes mm. so that's well, the just, beauty of sound <laughs> that is, I mean I love that that you say maybe lifetimes as well because absolutely um I was I had a quick chat to my partner Phil who you know um mm -hmm just before I, we jumped on and I said, you know, what's, um, what's this sound being for you? Because he's very, um, someone I see is very connected to his voice and very like he, he will sound in the shower and the garden and all the time and just start making noises. And I love that. And, mm -hmm. and he said, when he did your course, it really connected him to um, some emotions that he had just never felt before. Like I, it was like deep anger and he just, and he really, really connected to that. And so I want to really talk about now just the emphasis of the healing and um, the reconnecting and, and processing of trauma and, and things like that. Can you just talk briefly about um, what happens with that? So the body is full of stories and stories can come from childhood, um, from relationships, from breakups, from betrayal, from even as far back as being a baby and feeling abandoned or feeling like we didn't have enough love. And so those are all stepping stones of how we're going to be in ourselves as an adult or even as a teenager. So all those stories, they all build up. And if we haven't been able to express along that path at those times then it's it just gets suppressed and it's suppressed and it's sort of like a boil in a way because if the boil is 
uh, filling up and filling up and filling up and it's never being able to release, then at, at one time or at some stage, it's either going to get very septic and go through the whole body or and poison the whole system, or it's going to explode like a volcano. I have such a visual mind. This is gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like seeing this whole thing. <laughs> or let's say a volcano instead of a boil, but a volcano. But because great it's related, analogy, it was a but, it's, but it's related to the body. Yeah. So a boil is, or even it could be an inner boil. So you know, people present with cancers, with cysts, with um, brain tumors, with um, problem kidneys. Um, problem livers so it's all about emotion um, some of it is lifestyle with um, nutrition mm. but a lot of it is to do with emotion because someone might be eating a beautiful healthy diet and and still they have pain in their body or still they don't feel good in themselves yeah. so that's where sound can play a major role even when it is nutrition, though, I find that the, it's the emotion that will drive them to eat certain things or not be open to learning more about nutrition and things. So I feel like it always does come back to the emotion, even if it is a nutrition thing, generally. That's right. Yeah, because emotions, they block the body or they are blocked in the body, within the body. And so once they are allowed, you know, we give them permission through sound once they are allowed permission to be expressed, then it can move on then to the next block blockage in the body because we're all energy that you know it's the energy, it's the movement of energy and the sound can guide to the next sound to the next sound. So the, the sound is the guide when mm -hmm. we're sounding. So it's it's uh, allowing the head to move aside that analytical, critical inner judgment and allowing the body to speak. So mm. that's why we call the body's wisdom. Mm. Um, and you did mention um, a few different illnesses and things. Have you worked with people who have had illnesses like this that have? I have worked with someone um, that comes to mind with fear. So the emotion of fear, which was, um, uh, you know, like tremors, fear um, and anxiety. Mm. Um, so um, this particular person um, came for 10 sessions I think it was about 10 and then um, they were able to do a lot uh, everything that they wanted to do but it, mm. before they came to see me it, it was hard for them to even come in the door wow so the trust was completely sabotaged and so that was amazing to see that and the way we worked, uh, we got deeper and deeper into the core issue of what was happening. So it's amazing. It's a real process. It is really, really magical. It's, a, it's, yeah. an, it's an incredible process. And the thing is, what I love about Soul Voice, it's not I, I fix the person. Mm -hmm. It's, it's they, um, they reveal their inner knowing of sound to themselves. And that's the deepest healing anyone can give themselves mm -hmm. yeah. the voice I mean, their voice is their own healer mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and it is a real journey the different um the different exercises that you took us through on that course and the different exercises that you do with us um and i know that you're very 
in tune with the person and very intuitive to what they need and supporting them with your own sound as they're sounding. And I feel like that's such an important part of it because it, it gives us permission. And I feel, um, you know, one of the reasons I really wanted to do your course was uh, I feel like a sound would be the area that I was most shut down and with everything, because I've, I've done dance and movement, I'm quite comfortable with waving my arms around and being silly and all that kind of stuff. Um, but sound, it was like, you know, we talk quietly, we talk mm. quietly if we're like in a public situation and we do all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so do you, you must see a lot of people who are very repressed in, in their sound. Well, that's how we're brought up, especially in certain cultures is that we are to be seen and not heard. And yeah. we're always told when we're little to shut up, to be quiet, to listen. Yeah. And it's, so it's, it's the whole uh, throat chakra is closed down early on mm. in, in our culture. And what do you find this does to people? So what it does is it, it makes them walking zombies in a way and they don't even know it. Because there's a part of them, I guess there's the two parts of the person, they wish they could because they feel, I mean, everyone feels emotion and I, they want to express it, but they, one, they don't know how, two, they don't feel safe and three, it's, it's not permitted. And so when, uh, so when they get a chat or they, uh, they give themselves permission or they're allowed in a, in a really safe contained space then they walk out a completely transformed person mm. and I see this a lot especially with women as well a lot of women who have had to be quiet uh, who are afraid to speak up and especially in this time on our planet mm. the voice must be heard and there's so many people that could really come alive if they can get in touch with that inner voice, that inner knowing, that that intuition that we're all born with, but it's a skill and it's not, throughout our lives, intuition is, is never, uh, it's never expressed in that way. I mean, we're not even taught. We're, the, the word intuition, uh, it's not to be trusted. So intuition is, is feelings and emotions. That, that's how, who we are as, as human beings. So, so to bring that alive in, in ourselves and to be able to bring that alive in someone else is, is very magical and it's very empowering for them. So, Yeah, because it's a, it's a huge area to be, be shut down and intuitively and to not be receiving sounds or vibration because it's vibration isn't it like we we are vibration and everything is vibration and to and to not be expressing that and to not be allowing that out to not having that um I don't know it, it must lower your vibration not to be um expressed yeah a story comes to mind with a client who had a huge um uh, problems on her ovaries and we sounded into that and um and we sounded away and that was um, through dissonant sounds. So the dissonant sounds, which are sort of classed as ugly mm -hmm. sounds, they are the ones that really penetrate the cells and they bombard them and they dissipate. 
And that has, uh, science has proven that certain cells can actually attack can cancer cells and they, um, they dissipate the cells, they break them up so that they can't grow any longer and they kill them. And that's what sound can do. Like uh, in, in Soul Voice, we have sound surgery where we, we always uh, work on the person and open their bodies or whatever part we're working on, we open that up with soothing sounds and then the intuition or whatever, they're in tuning with their bodies and we'll bring in a sound uh, that is like a surgery. Mm -hmm. And that really, it's like um, when you're at the dentist or when, um, you know, that those sounds that can be so piercing, they like shake your body. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's similar to the sounds we make because as a human being, we can make any sound, any sound, if it's refined, if it's with feeling. So it's not like we just come and make a sound for the sake of it. We're actually in tune with that part of the, the person that we're working with or on and the sound will come through <clears throat> will come through me wow the beauty of sound when it comes through us without thinking without analyzing is that is is our absolute essence of truth mm. and mm. that's how it can can come through us and so Even a hum. I mean, if, if someone had cancer, say, or a, a problem with their heart or a problem with their um, thyroid, or then they could hum into that area and simply humming can change the, the um, cellular makeup of what's going on. And it's, it's being like, say, having an intention of what they want to do with that sound. So that's how powerful it's just just with an intention mm. can be powerful enough. And then the sound of humming or an R sound is the alphabet is very healing. The vowels of the alphabet. The vowels of the alphabet. The vowels, yeah. Mm. Yes, the vowels of the alphabet. And interesting that the Maori, the Italian, they all they have these beautiful vowel sounds. And that's the similar with sounding. They just automatically come out. It's incredible. So it's not like we go, ah, but you know, the ah. So that those, the, the resonance, it's all about resonance as well. The mm. resonance that feels right for that particular person. So let's say you had a cold. <laughs> would you, would your go-to thing be sounding my first would be because it's physical would be um supplements mm -hmm. and yeah. sleep so the physical and then if it wasn't going away early enough and then and maybe as well as um yeah just checking in so asking where is it in my body so it might not be my throat, it might be presenting as my throat, my chest, but it may actually be somewhere else in my body that's, that has um, initiated it. Mm -hmm. So then going to that part of the body and, and that's the body's wisdom. We, because in our minds, we think, oh, cold, it's here, but it could be the busy mind and it could be um, a broken heart or it could be um, not being able to move forward in life. And so the cold is representative of that and it's like hang on a minute let's just take a break 
take a, a, a rest and see what's really going on. So, so even as simple as a cold can be an initiator of something else happening in the body that mm -hmm. we just need to listen to. I love that. I love that. It's a really powerful thing. And then um, using the sound, you would listen to that and, and you would hear the, the perhaps emotion or the plea from the body via a sound and it would start off as a dissonant sound as a um quote unquote ugly I like the word ugly um <laughs> I think ugly is great and I want to bring more ugly in but um, <laughs> um so more of the dissonant sounds and then um what you would off what you would always guide me through is from the dissonant they would gradually become more resonant yeah so so we, we match, so whatever you're feeling or whatever's presenting, maybe it's a sore throat or it's a sore shoulder or maybe it's even, you can't feel it anywhere, but it's somewhere in the abdomen, but you can't pinpoint it. So it's like just breathing into that area and then matching the sound with the pain or the, the hurt or the wound <clears throat> or the trauma. Mm. So if, and if someone is so, because the thing is that in our society, we're so busy rushing here and there that we don't stop. People don't really give themselves that time to stop and listen. And so some people, and I've worked with people, they, they can't feel anything. They can't feel anything in their body. They know there's a pain or that it's, something's not right, but they don't know where it is and they, they can't feel it. So then the, we work with the breath to bring them deeper into their body. So those people, and I was one of them when I was younger, always living here, <laughs> like not in my body at all. And that's where Feldenkrais, I'm a Feldenkrais practitioner, and that's where Feldenkrais brought me, helped me bring myself into my skeleton, into my bones. So that was an important transition for me. Mm. And then sounding deep into my bones was a really solid and a concrete way of understanding who I am and why I'm here. It's, I call it the seat of my soul of existence. Which I think so many people are searching for and looking for. Yeah, it's a lifetime journey, isn't it? Because it's always, we're always changing. We're always transforming, transcending. Mm. Yeah, so it's not like, oh, I want to go to see some, someone for sounding and that's it. One is, and then I'll be um, already in, no problems. And But that's not life, is it? It's not the destination. It's just that flow of where am I now? What could I be doing better? Mm. and uh, where can I open myself up more to my own possibilities my own potential your own magical world yeah 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 exactly my own magic yeah for sure so sound can do that in an instance because it can change the thought patterns that may be holding that person back mm. and even with like a roar like a you know doing that for for five minutes is a long time even doing that for a minute and just um, jumping up and down and shaking the body and, and, and screaming as loud as they can, you know, just doing that is, is incredible. It's a, an incredible motivator as well to start the day. And that's what we do with our teaching tribe, um, our Australasian teaching tribe. We come together every week 
and we do a meditation for the whole planet. So, and we start off by the releasing sounds, which are, yeah, yeah, just I can imagine out. there's some full-on sounds from the planet at the moment. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. We're helping, hopefully, to make some some major shifts be happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're definitely they're definitely happening, and they're certainly looking like dissonant sounds at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have a three part. Uh, we've been actually um, we've been working with the elements on separate occasions on each of our meditations. So we'll ask the uh, element of water or the element of earth to transform what's happening on the planet, and we all um, we all share our experience at the end of the meditation but we also do a three-part meditation where five minutes to release everything of our day or what's uh, going on for us and any problems and dissonance and um, discomforts and then we move on to coming into our heart and sounding out to the planet to people to governments to land mass um, wherever we're drawn to at that particular time and then, and that sounding might be dissonant and then always coming, finishing with the harmonious sounds, which are very, very powerful as well. Mm. And then coming into the tree essence. So we're bringing, embodying that, all that we've sounded into our tree essence, our tree medicine and connecting in with the stability and the strength of the tree energy. Oh, that sounds like so good. It's a real cathartic meditation. It's definitely not one just sitting, hoping, mm -hmm. wishing, and I mean it's very mindful, but it's a an energetic sounding meditation. I love it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we talked about the dissonant sounds and what they're doing and how they can actually break up um cancerous and 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 stuck energy within the body and and shift things um and how they can be kind of like surgery so what is it that the that the resonant sounds are doing the resonant sound well all sounds are resonant oh so the harmonious the sounding ones what do we yeah, the, the harmonious harmonious, sound. harmonious. Yeah. the harmonious sounds are like soothing they're like the lullaby and we have a a technique in the soul voice called the one sound and once we've worked on that particular area of the body with the dissonant sounds and the sound surgery and then we stand back we and we in tune what would be the greatest healing sound and that sound is a sound that they could that we sound you know forever could sound forever and that's like the real harmonious healing sound we call it the one sound and we do that for maybe 10 minutes to really um, fill the body up with its magical healing sounds. And you so said that, that you in tune it to each person. So it's going to be different yes. for each person and absolutely their, their moment. Yeah. Even with the universal sound, we have the US sound, which is called the universal sound. So that is like the blueprint that comes from the cosmos through us and then we sound that out so that's another technique and that is a technique um if the person and so there's no dissonant sounds in that particular session it's um so they want to work on their kidneys so we we come up with a or they come up with an affirmation or intention for their kidneys and they're the highest healing outcome 
and then the sound we in tune we listen to the greater sound the absolute blueprint of the kidneys that is universal the universal blueprint and then to bring that sound in through to the person's kidneys in, in a personal way so so that's a beautiful technique one of my favorites is the universal sound it's a very high vibration very high very powerful that's awesome oh i love that yeah <laughs> um and so how have you used sound um in your own life and i know you talked about it before you actually studied with karina Sheldy. Um, and how you used to use it with your kids, but how do you use it now, day to day, month to month, year to year, to um, to change your life, to to better enjoy your day to day? So, what sort of things have you done? Yeah. So, if I'm feeling a bit down um, with, especially what's going on on in our world at the moment, quite chaotic. So, I will um, do it with my drum. Sound with. I've got a drum, and I sound with my drum, and just let it rip. Just. Like letting go for me is the the ultimate and liberating myself in that moment. So not saying I, I haven't got time to do this or oh I'll leave that for later, but in the moment is the best time to be able to just just release a feeling of depression or hopelessness. Um, and then also gratefulness and compassion. It can also be sounded within myself and as we sound anyone as anyone sounds we're actually sounding that energy for the collect collective so we're transforming the the collective energy of that emotion and that's the beauty of, that's the other beauty of sound and the art of it I see it as an art form because it's always changing there's always a a, 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 a painting that can be um uh, worked on with sound can be revealed in sound and expressed and be amazing to actually see to uh, I actually haven't done that that would be quite an amazing project to sound and then to paint afterwards I mean we we do workbooks and mm -hmm. we come up with our drawings but to actually come up with a painting that would be might be a good idea in the future or sound while painting with sound <laughs> yeah absolutely and seeing yeah. what comes up um yeah and the other thing i've done too is i've been in a studio with um, a recording studio and i have recorded about eight tracks i guess i can't really call them songs but they're tracks and it's total improvisation so i go in there i have an intention and then whatever sound comes out, like I might be sounding the emotions of Mother Earth mm. at that time, or the um, sounding um, the rain or the, the elements and, and the feeling of them at that particular time. So, yeah, it's I don't been know if this, is, um, if this is appropriate or not, but can I ask you to make some sounds for us? Yeah, sure. Could, um... well, what would be your intention? Well, well, definitely right now would be the intention that um, that people are coming back into their true their true essence, really. That because I think we we've been so repressed for such a long time, and we're so much more than what we know that we are, and um, we're in so much fear. And I think a lot of our lives at the moment are governed by fear and governed by. Um, 
other people's opinions and <clears throat> and barriers and boundaries and um and it would be beautiful just to have some sounds of what it sounds like when we really come into into our own into ourselves. we're connected with our soul we're grounded on the earth we're we're all of we're all of that we're all of ourselves yeah so really bringing that grounded feeling of um that inner power I guess as well that inner power that they can they have their spine can propel themselves forward in an enlightened you know to the light or in an enlightened way yeah and and, and lift them other people up well knowing because we all know that when we lift ourselves up we also provide yeah, that opportunity for others to do that too so it is that community feeling of um I'm doing this for me and I'm doing this for all of us at the same time by taking care of me, which is, I think, something that can get lost. It's like if, we, 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 if we're not putting ourselves first, we're not putting anyone first. And so that's something that I think this message has been getting a bit twisted lately is that we have to constantly think of other people to, in order to help them. Yeah, yeah. For me, that yeah. We, are, uh, we are reliable. We're responsible for them. But no, that's right. We're all responsible for our own inner health, our inner being, well-being. That just disempowers people if we're like... Yes, yeah, it's like I give my power to you. And the whole of the soul voice is I empower myself. Yeah, I give, I, I am my own power. And uh, yeah, that's the whole of, you know, being empowered through our which own which is the most powerful thing for helping other people right yeah absolutely yeah awesome okay cool so with that in mind i'm just going to now let you just feel whatever comes through and i'm i'm excited okay <laughs> so i'll see if there's there might be some some all sorts of sounds so we'll just yeah. see what comes beautiful through. beautiful no limits <laughs> okay and what just for five minutes or yeah five minutes will be beautiful yeah, three minutes if it goes longer that's fine whatever whatever feels right to you i'm just gonna trust your intuition on this okay right okay oh.
Thank you so much. Um, it's so beautiful just having that vibration wash over me. Um, there were some points where the the sound wasn't quite picked up on the audio, but I could still feel the vibration of it, which is which is really interesting because there's there was a slight sound, but it was sort of the vibration still seemed to come through. So how how do you feel now having having just sounded in that way? So that was just a number of minutes and my whole body is vibrating like I'm sitting on a, a stool and feels like there's just little shimmers going all the way down through my body and I'm very like ooh. <laughs> but in a beautiful way it's like ah oh. It's like a coming home. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see that in you as well. And, uh, and I feel, um, hmm, how do I even describe that? Yeah. I feel, I think I feel more in my body as well now and more. Yeah. It's, um, it's just a good feeling because I think as well, when we express our vibration, and we get to know our bodies in that way of the interaction with the vibration and we can really feel it like it feels good it can also not feel good because i think some people coming back into their bodies um who have left them for various reasons can cannot feel good but that's a part of getting to feeling better right is to going through those feelings 
it's a it's unraveling the layers for sure and the thing is the body is so innate and it's in a knowing that it would never open up everything all at once it's always only what that person can handle at that yeah thank you for time. pointing that out that's such a that's such a good that's such a good thing to to say because i think there's so many um things that people are afraid of doing and afraid of getting into and to, for someone to know that the body has this beautiful wisdom and it's going to keep it safe, that's just yeah, really. Yeah. Safety is always paramount, yeah. Safety, but also meeting the shadows and that beautiful uh, way that they don't have to know the story behind it, but it just wants to come out mm -hmm. in a sound. That's I wanted to amazing. ask you about that, actually, because... Um, you've kind of answered it but do you feel do you find that the 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 story always comes up at some point or it just sometimes you just don't need to know yeah sometimes it just it they there's an in a, there's a knowing of something that's not right and um sometimes there's an image there's a word or there's a person that's related or connected to that and other times it's just i just need to get this out of my body whatever it is I just need to get it out. And so there's ways and means of um, targeting those parts of ourselves as well. So as as we both know, and many people know, we you can have trauma so deeply su suppressed, say something from a childhood, that you've chosen to completely block out the memory. Of course, the body still remembers. Mm. And so would this be a way that, say, for some people, they may never remember that, but they can actually heal it through, like it may never come up as a conscious memory, but through sound, they can actually still heal it? Is that yeah. And they can that? actually contact that particular part of themselves through the sound because it's the subconscious body. And uh, we have a session called... Uh, emotional release which can go for a you know quite a long time and that in that session it's through the breath there's um different forms of breathing that the head then doesn't partake in it so it can't control the um the person's fear or their their want for not to do it mm. or their resistance so this i mean there's always resistance to you know opening ourselves up to what we we're not sure what we're going to find the shadow mm -hmm. but with sound it's an automatic it's a, that's where the, the guiding of the sound it guides the person through mm -hmm. their body mm -hmm. and then maybe they're not used that maybe they don't they're not willing to work with it or they're not ready to work with that deepest part of themselves at the start yeah but then we we get there eventually but maybe it's in a fifth session or a third session or mm, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's to be held you know in that really safe safe container safe space so that they're free they're free and they feel safe mm, yeah it's so beautiful it's so beautiful that there are these different there's different means and different ways that we can that we can connect to um to things and that, that people can feel can be feel safe to this do you find that you get um a lot of people who are really open to doing this who maybe aren't open to other types of therapies or things like that I find well for myself sound was the culmination of everything that I had dabbled in or was trained in 
So it was like, yay, I found a modality that can cut through, you know, straight through with with everything that I, um, I you know, all my experiences and my trainings. And so for me, sound is the ultimate because we're made of sound. You know, everything is vibrating in sound. So it's like the ultimate in movement. And we use color as well. So we can um, in, in tune into color that that person might need. And then we sound that color into their bodies. So it kind of it encompasses color and movement. And that's really big for me as well. Mm. So. But yeah, when you say, that, yeah. so I was just going to say, so some people are so open. So those people, usually are or sometimes not not gen, can't generalize on everyone's so different but some people that are so open they need they're the ones that need the boundaries they need to know you know where where is where am where am i and where is where am i meeting others or where what am i letting in so some people are so open but they they need to be really grounded they need to be so grounded that they they feel solid and then they can sound so there's, there's the other, t you know, there's two, the pendulum swings both ways. So, yeah, so it's really finding that beautiful balance in the middle where we can always come back to our center and we mm -hmm. can sound wherever, whenever. And so like people. empaths would be those kind of people that are yeah. so open. Yeah. Yeah. So open and they're so, they want to sound and they want to get the louder sound. They want to get out there and whoa, but, but they, they, where's their body? They, they just, they're not, they're not feeling that, um, the bones and the, the structure of themselves. So they can, they can get really lost. So that's, there is a, can be dangerous. Well, not dangerous, don't like that word, but it can be disempowering and it can mean that they leak, leak they leak their energy leaks outwards. So we want to, we want to come back into ourselves. So we're full and whole and complete mm. and robust. Yeah. Like um, our immune system. <laughs> robust and complete. Our immune system, our innate immune system for what's going on on the planet. You know, when we first met the virus, um, the COVID virus, uh, that was uh, last year. Mm -hmm. And um, our Australian, Australasian teachers, we all sounded, we, 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 we were in contact with it, with the consciousness of it. And it was an incredible. We communicated with the virus, the consciousness of the virus. We transmuted, we did transform it and transmute it. And we turned it into a loving, a loving virus, a neutral virus. So it did no harm. Mm. So we wanted to meet the virus and what was it, what was its meaning here on earth? Because I do believe that it was man-made myself. So, and um, so it was just really interesting to meet the virus. So I have no fear about the COVID virus or the Corona SARS-2. So when you say you, um, you, you transmuted it into something that was loving, do you mean the entire virus that anyone would meet or the, the, that for your personal experiences? So the consciousness of it. So it's not like the... Um, uh, it's not like just the you know uh, the virus in in its mutations and its um, how it enters the body, but we met it in its consciousness mm -hmm. and we um, we communicated with it in that way through sound. Well, so this is really interesting because in in my view, 
um, in my beliefs, we are moving towards something that is really positive through this um, disruption, this chaos, this upset, this trauma that we're all that we're all experiencing. No matter what your beliefs are around the virus, I think everyone's experiencing some kind of trauma, whether it's fear of the virus itself, fear of the division that's happening between um, are you vaccinated, are you not, and then there's this division between like two sets of people who are all very wide ranging, different people on, on all both aspects or something, some other kind of fear. But I feel that this is actually um, creating chaos and, and tumultuous kind of experiences so that we can unearth the imbalances that were already here and then that we can come back to ourselves. Like that, that is my belief. And so do you feel like the um, when you communicated to that virus, it was almost like, it's um, you transmuted the intention to be loving so it would be moving towards something positive. Is that what you? Yeah. So, I, and also what I felt was it was going to wake up a lot of people that are in a very deep slumber. And that's so what taking personal responsibility for themselves, like outside yes. that to say governments or something. Yes. And, but what we could do as a country, what I do have visions of is imagine if everyone had the same intention to neutralize the virus or the vaccine or or so that we didn't need either and um and so that it was null and void and we could all do that with sound with that heartfelt intention if everyone was on board or even 100 people I don't know how many people probably need they say 10 percent or something don't they yeah yeah 10 or even five maybe even one percent and everyone got together at the same time, maybe for a week, and imagine what we could do. And that's only one thing, the virus. Imagine what else we could do, the, the, the vision and, and how we could uh, change the whole path of, of planet Earth. There's, I, there's so much potential in sound with, with the groups of people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, intention alone is is huge with groups of people and then you have intention and then bringing emotion and bringing sound and bringing movement um that was the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is how um important is the connection between movement and sound in the work that you do and the the healing that you facilitate and yeah so if I'm working on a person then they're lying down and I'm working through sound, but it just feels like it's not moving it. So I'll get the person to move or to shake or or I will come in with movement because that's that's just as important or they might need to do a dance or um, a run on the spot or because the, the sound can only go to a, a penetrate a, a, a place in their body if they're allowing it. If there's just so much resistance, then the body has to move. And, and then that means the, um, the control goes, it dissipates because if the person's moving, they're not thinking so much. So it's getting out of that thinking, thinking, busy mind stuff and control. If I let go, you know, what's going to happen? Fear, fear. I mean, fear is the greatest factor on our planet. You know, fear, fear, and um, but underneath fear is that love, and sometimes it's grief, and sometimes it's rage or anger. I mean, they're all beautiful, raw emotions that we've been born with, and they're motivators. And yeah, uh, yeah that's who we are. And they're so really afraid of our own emotions. Yeah. To what was that last thing? Sorry, to... it's it's we are told that you know um, some emotions are not good, like even sadness. Mm -hmm. uh, to be sad in public, or it it it's 
yeah, it's to bring those emotions out, to be allowed to be expressed. And it's not making the person good or bad. It's just, just is. It's part of who we are. We are emotional beings. And that's, and that's what we uh, need to express to be free. Yeah. Yeah, to be free. I love that so yeah. much. Um, <clears throat> thank you so much for that that little corridor about what's happening in the world and the things that we can do. Um, I was just wondering if you have a, a piece of advice or a little exercise that um, somebody listening to this could do to experience sound for themselves in maybe a way that feels safe to them or is it a good little intro into kind of getting into discovering the benefits of what this can do for somebody? Mm. Yeah, so something as simple as humming can transform the mind. So if someone's feeling ungrounded or a bit anxious, if they if they take a, a good strong standing position, like feeling into their feet and just humming into the base of themselves, the base uh, the base chakra or just the, the base of themselves where their hips meet, just mm -hmm. sounding there for five minutes will, will make a... A different feeling they'll they'll have a different feeling when they come out of it but if they want to go a bit further so humming is this very um calming it's a brings an inner peace almost an inner bliss but if it's like oh i can't get into the humming i feel like i really need to release something just having a tantrum on the floor even or um if they didn't want to anyone else to hear the sounds to get a pillow and just screaming into a pillow and hitting a pillow is is uh, it's a great release and that's what children do children are automatic they don't hold back in the moment they they feel that they are real angry they didn't get what they wanted they they release it and uh, that's what we need to understand as adults very healthy very healthy to do but in that sense if they do feel like they can if you want to let go rage then at the end of it just coming into the silence and then sounding a lovely a loving sound a healing sound that just for maybe a few minutes mm -hmm. to then because they've emptied themselves out of that expression or that raw emotion and now it's nice to fill them up fill up that same place in their body with with loving sounds the healing sounds and the the harmonious the soothing sounds like like a baby would love mm. and i love that because you're really being there for yourself and this is um this is definitely the thing that i teach my clients and that i've learned to do for myself always learning right it's yes. um, as you and i were saying before we got on here we're we're very much students of of everything um and yeah, to really be there for yourself is is how we teach others to be there for us, but what we need the most in the world. And so I think it's beautiful that you are teaching your children that, you're teaching your inner child that, you're teaching yourself that, you're teaching your students that, um, and you're embracing it even like more and more every day. So that's such yeah, a beautiful well, thing. Well, there's one thing I'd like to say when my children were little, um, we would, I'd give them a baseball bat and we'd we'd pile up the pillows on the couch and we'd, we'd all, we'd get in line and they would get to hit the, the, the pillows really loud and yell like a lion or scream like a cat. It was so funny and they'd laugh, but it was just a way for them to really, you know, use their whole self and, and, and let go whatever they wanted. 
that's so. gorgeous yeah yeah so they know how to use anger yeah or cool. even sadness yeah and so important because I know I've definitely met people who are afraid to because they they sense I don't know if they know consciously but they sense there's a lot of um, unfelt, unexpressed anger and, and rage within them. And they're afraid of maybe even in the past, if that's got out of balance, they're afraid of where that's going to go. Mm. And so to have a way that, that they can be by themselves in a safe space to actually start to safely let that out so that it doesn't all of a sudden overflow when they're with their partner or their friends or their boss or whatever it is. Um, yeah, so they're not projecting their anger on anyone else, but mm -hmm. but out safely. But I would suggest that if it was a deep issue or a deep trauma, that they would they would they would need to go to see a, a soul voice practitioner. Just just because sometimes people get stuck in that feeling and it might make them feel worse. So this is that little exercise is very much um, maybe for five minutes. Okay. You know, five minutes or 10 minutes tops for someone but what I would like to show is there's some really good exercises in the the expression um into freedom book this is that's Karina Sheldy oh. so there's some really you know and some really good uh working exercises like tree exercise or working with the earth and feeling more grounded so so there's a lot of exercises in there which are really simple and mm -hmm. safe to do but but with the real emotion and getting getting right into the body that that would be wise to go to a, a practitioner yeah mm, just so you don't get stuck in it that's awesome yeah. Because, yeah if you haven't had um experience with uh going into an emotion and then coming out of it it, it yeah. can when you get to the crux of it and it's like this really powerful healing moment yeah. but if you then kind of abandon yourself in that without having the knowledge that you'll keep going through it it can yeah, yeah definitely that can be um no it can be really frightening yeah so so the the deeper the issue the 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 deeper that the body will want to go so mm. yeah so it's important just to stay um in that safety zone just to okay. take the cream off the top <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you can go quite deep but not for a long time i think the longer someone sounds the more they're getting into that Woo! how am I going to get out of this got you yeah it's a, it's a journey I mean it is it's a journey through sound mm, mm. yeah and we have many many journeys that we can make within ourselves yes you can I mean even just from that very first course that I did with you which I, which I will do again at some point um that's the two day yeah so that's just a that's just a, an introductory workshop so but there's powerful. so much in that yeah yeah like there's so much in that like i i would definitely benefit from doing that again before even doing another one um so yeah there's a there's a lot in it i would definitely recommend anyone watching this to to do this course with debbie because it's it's life-changing isn't it like it's really yeah, it is. It and is. It's, it's i find that it really connects you to yourself in a way that we just don't have that opportunity mm. In, in the way that um, the majority of societies are structured today. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah so just about listening. The big mm -hmm. thing about that course is as much <clears throat> sounding as, you know, listening, that deep inner soulful listening. Mm -hmm. So that you can't have one without the other. So. Mm -hmm. that's so and true. that's what we can't, we don't tend to do that on our planet is listen. 
we we always jump in or we want to comment or we want to give a guidance but it's just to be that you know those yogis they just sit there and they just observe and they listen and they know exactly what's going on what and if they say something it's like this perfect five words or something you're just like and that floors you and and then you've got to meditate on that for the next (laughs) yeah they're so true yeah it's totally relevant and pertinent yeah Yeah. Yeah. absolutely and we're not always constantly I, I remember challenging myself at a retreat I went on probably a couple of decades now but I was just like I realized that I was you know, while everyone else was speaking, you're trying to work out what you're going to say. And I just remember going, I can't even hear what people are saying. So I I stopped doing that. And then now it's kind of a surprise what I'm going to say, because it's like, which is so much more fun because you get to hear everybody else instead of worrying what you're going to say in that moment. So it's right because you're, you're present, you're present to the moment. And so it comes from a deeper, authentic part of yourself. And if we could all speak like that, imagine what the world would be like, you know, our real authentic conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Something in that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I know when I came to see you, you really helped me get out of my head because it's a default that I think most of us have is that we go into our heads. Um, And so. Well, well, we're, we're taught at an early age at five years old. We, we read, we write. Mm -hmm. It's all mental there's, you know, it's it's all the the mental. So it's the creative, the imaginative art of ourselves is sort of pushed out as soon as we turn five and go to school. Mm-hmm. So that play, the imagination, you know, that whole creative part of ourselves needs to be re-nurtured mm-hmm. and re re, re um, yeah, nurtured and nourished instead mm-hmm. of like, well, reading and arithmetic, maths, that sort of thing yes it's just and that's why we if they're connected to then if their creativity right it's not that those things are wrong or bad I think it's something that people connect to and enjoy and find creativity within that instead of being forced to do something yeah yeah but the, the greatest surgeons and the greatest teachers are those who have that creative background as well even that's been um, scientifically proven that the surgeons yeah the surgeons that have that creativeness or that they've nurtured that other side of themselves they know exactly what to do in an emergency so they they have more um more maybe ideas that they're not just so straight lined and how a job is done they mm-hmm. have other ways to do the same job so, so that's really interesting it's really interesting. Mm. So creativity is the major foundation of being human. To me, I believe, because from that we can do anything. You know, possibilities are endless. And that's obviously very, that's intuition. Creativity comes, in, that's the same line. So yeah, yeah, that's, yes. um, oh. That's amazing. Uh, I feel like we've covered so many things. Um, is there anything else that I wanted to do? Um, I really think, I think we've really got to the the main crutch. So what would be, because um, you, you mentioned very early on in our conversation that um, you know yourself, you know your purpose, you know why you're here. Um, mostly. <laughs> most, yeah, well, it, I mean, I know within myself that, yes, I know this, but it's developing all the time. 
Like it's, it's, um, I'm, I'm learning more about myself and more about the process. processing and refining it and all this kind of stuff. So I suppose with that, would you share some of that? And would you maybe share perhaps the vision that you have with sound or the vision that you have for, for our world? Do you have a vision for our world? I mean, at, the, at this moment, it's, I think it's so important for those of us who are connected to our creativity and our intuition, same thing, um, to hold a vision for the world and where we're going. And do you, are you, are you doing that with your sound and do you have that at the moment? So the first thing I'd say, so the first vision that when you were just talking is back to nature. Mm. I think we've lost that connection of where we've come from. And I think nature is our biggest storyteller and our um, biggest teacher, mm. our only teacher really. So mm. coming back to nature and starting new communities and thinking differently of how we can be in the world. So my ultimate, so that would be the baseline, but my ultimate goal, I've always thought I would like to create a universe, another planet. So that's that's how I feel we are creative beings. We have so much power within us. And yet when we look at the world, we're so distracted with this one thing that's going on. And so that's that's all by design so that we don't, initiate you know these creative endeavors that can surpass anything that we may have thought of before so that's my ultimate goal so is is this a, like a, a very practical tangible goal like you know some people are saying can we live on mars or the moon or something or do you know not like not in that not in that aspect yeah. so i feel that um i haven't done this myself yet but i do um, I understand and I have that inner knowing that we can teleport to anywhere in the universe, but that comes from training, just like the, the voice. So with training, we refine our instruments. So with training, we refine the cells within our body so that we can make them disappear and, and reappear somewhere else. So I, I believe that the military are doing that already. I do believe that. So when you say teleport, do you mean our astral bodies or our physical bodies? Our physical bodies. Ah, cool. Well, the thing is, what's the, in a way, we have this illusion that, that they are different. They're separate. Yeah. So maybe when we really come into understanding that there's no separation, then imagine what we can do then. I've, I've felt that when, when someone, um, I went to a medium once and she said, all you have to do, me, she was talking to me, all you have to do is lay your hands on someone and um, you, you'll be able to heal them. So she said, I have these healing hands. And I didn't believe her, of course. And someone else had said, you, um, you are a true conduit for spirit. Mm. And I didn't, you know, I was young and naive and I didn't even know what they were talking about. And then another uh, medium had said that you are going to be working with um, terrestrial beings, off-worlders, to bring them into the light of the planet. Wow. And, of course, that was like, no, because I used to be really terrified, not of people, but of the unseen beings. So before Soul Voice, I was 
I was actually terrified of what I couldn't, the, the beings that I couldn't see. And I didn't know why, but I could never sleep with the light. Um, I always had to sleep with the light on for many years until the kids were about five, six. Wow. It was pretty big for me being able to, to turn the light off. So, um, so in that imagination, I guess my imagination can, yeah, go pretty wild. Awesome. So, and this, so to me, and how I've been brought up in a sense and how I see life, there's nothing that I can't do. So if someone came to me today and said, um, I need you to present something to 2,000 people or to do a workshop for 2,000 people and we want you to bring your aura soma, we want you to do some Feldenkrais and some um, and also talk about sound and do do an actual workshop, then I'd be up for it. Like I, I don't shy away from challenges because in me I know I could do anything and same with anyone. Yeah, I love that. that so much and I love that you hold that for yourself because I know that um, when I first started on my journey, well, my whole life, my belief has been that people are just amazing. And I always, my gift has seen their gift and I can, I've always been able to see that and it's just got more and more powerful, but it took me a long time to see that for myself. And so I love that you're in the place that you absolutely know this for yourself as well as other people. And I think it's just beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's just people finding their own truth and not listening to what someone said they can and can't do, because that's where people just bring in their own limitations. It's yeah. it's not from themselves, it's from other people's voices, other people's stories and other people's worries and burdens. They take them on and they think it's part of them. So, And that's where sound can just you know, flick them off, those stories, voices, that they're, they're not the persons, they're, they're from somewhere else. Wow. Oh, my God, we could talk forever, but we might have <laughs> more, some more chats at other times and and dig into some some other bits and pieces. But um, just want to thank you so much for your time today and um, and thank you for, for sharing so openly and thank you for being you and doing what you do in the world. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. I've really enjoyed it. It's been really cool. Yeah. Well, enjoy your sounding. <laughs> I will. Cool. Bye. Okay. See you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening, for watching this interview with Debbie around our voice and sounding and how powerful it is. Um, I will post links so you can connect with her below and please share this and like it so that other people can connect to their true voice and to heal in ways that are safe and beautiful and powerful and bringing them back into themselves. Thank you again. Kakiteano.